My name is Sharon Bynum, the job doctor, and I coach people through the journey of creating your career passion fulfilled. I thought when I began to create my podcast that I was here to share with you techniques and tips for career coaching and how to find work in unique ways. However, I see that Spirit is guiding me to share my own journey about switching careers. So I'm switching from the healthcare IT or IT industry into pursuing really my journey for working for myself and working for myself as a career coach, employment training specialist. It is now turning out to be more of a faith, that's F-A-I-T-H, walk. I can see that as spirit is guiding me through this journey, I'm going to say in the valley of darkness, to become and have my own career coaching and training business. Actually, what what I really want to have is an empowerment training and coaching business. That this time I have been in the valley is really God training me to learn to have faith in him. So this is not an easy thing. As someone once said, I think it was Lauren Hill, we all like to think that we're willing to do God's will. But when we get in the trenches, we are quick to want to get out. So I have come to the crossroads and I really had to look at, you know, do I go back or do I go for it? And I remember hearing a pastor say, you know, you know that you are in the fight of your life when things are coming against you, you're faced with challenges and obstacles. That is letting you know that you are up to something big. Because the enemy would not be trying to stop you if you weren't up to something big. So as I'm looking at my journey, I am calling it my Tyler Perry experience. Yes, I said Tyler Perry. Most of you know the story behind Tyler Perry's success. Before he was a movie TV mogul, almost a household name. His story was that he was homeless. And what I remember most about his story is that he shared that he invested like his tax returns or it came down to the last of like all he had and invested into this play. And what happened is they had a tornado warning and that caused no one to show up. So that 
to me, showed up as his lowest, most discouraging point before his show took off. So my story in sharing my backstory is to let you know that not only am I here to share my backstory of how I got started in this, which you will see some of the obstacles and challenges that I've already gone through, but also to but also to share the trials and tribulations that I'm experiencing. Because someone, one of you, several of you, are thinking about switching careers. Some of you are not happy with where you are. And my story may be encouraging to you. So I hope you enjoy the story. It is detailed, and for some of you, the details might be too much. But if you make it to the end, you will find value in my story. And my journey will continue after this episode. The goal was to transform my finances from feast to famine to a six-figure lucrative lifestyle. And my plan was to do it through my healthcare IT training and go-live projects. It was working pretty good until 2018 when the industry slowed down. It came to the point where I had no work, no projects were coming in. Many of my colleagues were all in the same situation. I was running out of money. I exhausted my savings. Every day I would wake up into a state of anxiety, fear of being evicted, fear of losing my storage unit, and oh, most definitely that fear that I would be homeless and not have a place to live again. So, even though I was in this situation, I really did not want to ask. I was down to my last $20 and it felt embarrassing. But a friend did say to me, I have not because you asked not. So that gave me the courage to start networking. And one of my friends suggested I take a roommate because she had a friend that needed a roommate. Well, that doesn't work for me. But I suggested that her friend could call the Jewish Community Center to get help finding a roommate. I took it one step further and I called there myself to help her to get the details. And they referred me to the Jewish Family and Career Services Center. Huh, the light bulb goes off. They have a career services center. Well, Several years ago, a few decades ago, that was my specialty. I did career training and employment training for people who were laid off, dislocated workers, people who were homeless, recovering from um, drugs, ex-offenders, youth. I was able to help them identify their skills to find jobs they love. 
But I hadn't pursued that, didn't even think to pursue that because that area, even though it was a passion of mine, really hadn't paid the bills. So I did some research. I discovered who the hiring manager was for the Career Services Center, and I gave him a call. Had to make it through the gatekeeper, and um, actually she wouldn't even give me his name, but she did say she would have him call me. No, she wouldn't give me his email address, but said she would have him call me. So, to motivate myself, oh yeah, by the way, I even wrote a book about career services and how to identify your skills and find the jobs you love. So, whenever I'm looking for work, I grab my book, and it motivates me and it reminds me of the skills and what I need to do to find work. So I wanted to set up an informational interview with the hiring manager and I put together um, what's called a gist card. Many people might call it a mini resume. It has my experience, some transferable skills, and my good work traits, like why I'm the best person for, the, for this job something about my work ethics. And I was ready. And you know, the whole day had went by and I hadn't heard from him. So now it's about a quarter to five and I gotta go to the restroom, y'all. I know there's too much information, but it makes a point. I took that car, something said, my little voice in my head said, take your gist card with you. So sure enough, I took it with me and no sooner did the phone ring, right? So I was ready and I, I mean, I fumbled through it. It wasn't even polished. It was like, oh yeah, I have six years of experience doing job search training, blah, blah, blah. And I like to see if we could have an informational interview. Can we meet sometime next week, Tuesday or Wednesday to discuss? And he said, I'll do you one better. If you send me your resume, I will email you back some dates that we can meet. So it took a while, like most of the day until the early morning, and I got the resume to him. He sent me back some dates. I think it was like late August, maybe August 28th. And we had this great interview. And he says to me, I have several people that I am considering, but I want to hire you. And now that felt really good. And I'm not sure if I was interviewing him or he was interviewing me, but it all worked out well. And so now I'm like, oh, I love doing career coaching and training. I'll do this. This is going to be my new efforts, my new plan of action. And I'll do the job search training boot camps, which was part-time. But that would allow me time to work on building a business, my own six-figure coaching business, and have some income coming in. That could pay the bills. I might not have a whole lot left over, but I knew it would only be temporary. Unfortunately, around about Thanksgiving, they lost their funding. It's a nonprofit. So they had to let me go. So that really created the conflict because the money I had earned paid the back rent that was due. I didn't have any extra 
now I'm back in that same situation of trying to find work again, not feeling like I have enough money, and I have to really look, am I going to continue to pursue this avenue of career coaching and work towards developing my business or fall back on what I already know, what was comfortable? And that was my healthcare IT or computer training work. I didn't have the passion for it, but I'm very good at it. But the career coaching, I have the passion for it, and I'm good at it. You know, I really wanted to start my own business, but I've never worked for myself, and it's never fully been something that I have been self-sufficient with. So... It was a really scary choice, but this time I was like, mm, I really want to start my own business. I knew from doing the career job search boot camps for the Jewish Family and Career Services, I had a passion for it. I was natural. I was leaving people, giving me a standing ovation. I was motivating people beyond their fears and shortcomings, and they were feeling more confident in their ability to find jobs and more confident in themselves. Plus, every time I led a boot camp, that gave me an opportunity to express my life purpose, to motivate, educate, inspire. And I'm an empowerment specialist, so... I was really having an opportunity to express, you know, what God put me on this planet for, what I was designed to do. And I knew if I went to my computer IT training site, I had the capacity and the intellect to do it. However, I didn't feel I would have the space to fully express the passion that I had. I remember Oprah said in this video on YouTube called Her Greatest Speech, when they tried to prom- to uh, demote her and they had her doing the talk, to- talk show instead of a newscaster anchor, she said it felt like a breath of fresh air. And when I did my first job search training boot camp, it felt so natural. You would have thought that I had been doing this every day and I the last time that I had did this was five years ago. So I found ways a friend turned me on to certain emergency rental and utility agencies that would give you fun. But this is no piece of cake because you have to call some of them like on Monday between 9 and 10. And literally, I would get up early, a couple of hours, do my prayer work, and then start doing what I call dialing for dollars. Thank God for cell phones and redial. When I looked at the history logs, it said I dialed this one company 700 times in one hour. But in the end, it paid off because it helped me get my September rent paid. Then during the November and the election time, I did the early and voting registration temp work. And then that slowed down and I was able to get funds through another emergency rental agency, which is probably a miracle in itself. And that helped pay the bills. And the big blessing, as scared as I was every time I had to send him an email, was my apartment owner was willing to work with me.
and he was very understanding. And he even put in writing that he wouldn't evict me. Did I feel good about that? So I thank God that they put him in my life and me in this place because I know if I was somewhere else, that probably would not be the case. So I continued to look. I decided to invest in this um, training program on how to attract leads because the question was, how do I get clients? I invested $600. But then when I got the early voting work, there was no time to work on that. I was going to start doing a podcast, no time to work on that. So when the early voting stopped, I got some other temp work. And I got this great temp job. They call it hospitality work at the World Georgia World Congress Center. All I'm doing is scanning information with those RQ codes. And there was a breakdown. And that's a whole nother story. But as a result of that breakdown, they let me go that day. Said I wasn't catching on to the software. Like, I teach software. Like, really? Anyway, I was so distraught because that was going to bring in some income. This is in January. I'm not knowing how things are going to work out. I mean, I was so distraught. I mean, things just felt so hopeless for me. I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't answer the phone. I couldn't talk to nobody. Some people were asking me for help, and normally I wouldn't mind helping them because they help me on a resume. No biggie. I didn't have any energy. All I had to do was just withdraw. I did my prayer work, my meditation. I was reading Joel Olstein's book, Blessed in the Darkness, and that helped. And then it was Sunday. So it was like Thursday and Friday basically were hopeless. But Sunday, something happened. It was like, ah, Resurrection Sunday, Revelation Sunday. And I watched these videos back to back, and they made a difference for me. Um, they're like, you're in the fight of your life. If you're having problems, that means that you are bound to be for, the only reason you're having these problems is because God has something big, that you're going to be doing something big, and that is the enemy trying to stop you. So that put me in a more positive mood. And then later that evening, a friend called me, and you know, I told him what was going on, and he reminded me about the podcast. So he told me to tell him, like I'm telling y'all, what's my story? Why did I start to go into career coaching? And that worked. And while we were talking, I had mentioned, you know, my friend that wanted the roommate, that she worked for the CDC. Well, in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, the CDC stands for the Center for Disease Control. He thought it stood for something else. So that opened up a new opportunity. He suggested that I start contacting the CDCs in my area, which is Community Development Corporations, that they frequently have funds to help people in their community to do job search training. Now, I had heard of them, but I thought it was mostly like for housing stuff or building housing and stuff like that. 
So I began to do some research, Google went out and, and got a list of names for community development corporations. That led me to several of them, several workforce development organizations. And I actually made contact with one and his name was Mark. And he was kind enough to, he wouldn't give me an informational interview, but he was willing to look at my information. So I sent my resume. And he calls back and he tells me, hey, like your resume, you got this thing on here and it's like 15 years old and you need to take that off. And he was pretty adamant about it. So when we hung up, I felt really bad. But after I picked myself up, I realized it actually was doing me a good favor because many of you, people that I coach, they have very similar issues on their resume. They have outdated stuff. So he was doing me a favor and showing that this was outdated information. So before I wanted to contact him again, and I didn't just want to take the words out. I wanted to actually find out um, what WIA was, because that's the new regulation to replace the old one I had on my resume. That led me to discovering that AARP has a program for seniors to get them employed. I contacted them doing my research. And to get more information, I had to sign up. So I signed up. Hey, that worked out really good because the, they got me a volunteer opportunity with the housing authority. Now, not only did they give me an opportunity with the housing authority, that typically they say these volunteer things are clerical, it put me in touch with the director who provides job search and career services for all of their housing authority residents. How cool is that? Now, they pay you a stipend, which I felt, hey, that's pretty good because I got to look for work anyway. I might as well make a little money on the side and give me some gas money. And I start this new opportunity the week of March 12th. And even though my rent for March is yet to be paid, I had to stop myself from worrying and say, hey, your apartment owner is okay with that. I've given him an update. He's not harassing me. He hasn't contacted me. And if he was needing to, he's the kind of guy that would have. So I just had to change my focus to start thinking about what I want. I came across another opportunity to do uh, vocational training services for homeless people, for a homeless mission organization. And I applied for that. And that worked out so that I was one of the top three candidates. So that is still in the works. So, y'all, I'm telling you, some of the skills that you need for breaking into the hidden job market is the way to go. Because if I had went the old standard way, I'm sure I would still kind of be feeling still hopeless, wondering how things are going to work out. This story, this journey is still unfolding, so stay tuned.